Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your main bitch, Kim, and today is Thirsty Thursday. If it was Jersey Shore, of course, it would be Jersey Jersey. But our Jersey peeps are on Tuesdays. And let me just say firsthand before I get into a little bit of Jersey today. Yins, guys, I am so scatterbrained right now. I have so much to do. Currently, my dog is at the groomers. So I'm waiting for the call for me to pick up my little Roan, Roan, Roanster. If Yins, guys, didn't know, I named him Roni after my favorite franchise, Real Housewives of New York. I would say Potomac is also one of my faves, but I do have to say, yes, the reunion is giving me some good vibes as far as like entertainment. I do have to tell yins guys that I am more interested right now in the Jersey season than Potomac. I mean, Potomac's done in my mind, and yes, I will watch it, but I really thoroughly enjoyed this past episode of Jersey, especially towards the end. Like, Louie, holy shit. Yeah, he's definitely good for Teresa. And honestly, I think he's definitely good for Joe Gorga, too, because that scene at the end, if Yin's guys didn't see it, oh, divine, divine. But today it's basically going to be like a what the Bravo, just like what the fuck is going on in Bravo today, just because I got to pick up my dog and then I got to do some other my do do my other gig. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of shit going on today. (laughs) But first off. Let's talk about the two things that, I don't know if you guys know, Summer House, right? So we have two couples that are no longer a couple. Maya, she told us, I think she told us on Watch What Happens Live on Monday night, she is no longer seeing Oliver. They were together for a year. I keep getting emails. I'm so sorry about that. She uh, is no longer seeing Oliver after a year, which I was really disappointed to hear about that because we are now starting to see him come into the show. And I'm not going to lie. I think Oliver's hot and he seemed like a really cool guy. So, so sorry, Maya, that you guys did not work out. But I do have to say, brava to you to not be as shattered or really affected by it as your five years. I mean, obviously you were with your fiance for five years. You broke it off, all that shit. That I'm sure was really, really hard. But you let your guard down for this guy. It didn't work out, but like you still seem okay. So props to you because I know that I would have problems doing that. And that's probably why I'm still single. Now, the other couple that we found out is no longer a couple is Danielle and her boo. What was his name again? Let me check it out. I'm going on my reality blur, but this was also on uh, Bravo TV. But what the fuck is his name? (laughs) I should know this. What the hell? Ah, yes. Danielle and Robert. They are no longer together. Um, Yes, they're no longer together. She just said that it wasn't working out. 
And, you know, I'm sure it's hard to date someone who's in the restaurant world, especially if he's got to be there all the time. Now, I remember he was trying to do uh, open up a whole restaurant in Charleston that didn't work out. So then they moved to the Hamptons and he was doing it there. So he probably was never home all the time, kind of like Tom Schwartz. And we all saw how that panned out. I mean, obviously, Katie and Tom are not together anymore. And ask good old Shayna if you guys saw the episode last night. She asked the heavy hitting question. Do you think you being a part of the bar with Tom Sandoval was basically the demise of your relationship? Of course, she didn't sound like that. But like Sheena's annoying me like Leave it alone. Leave the whole fucking divorce of Katie and Tom alone, okay? You would be bitching like a motherfucker if they were doing that with any of your relationships. Remember Shay? Yes, you would freak out. Remember Rob? Rob, 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 Rob. You would be freaking out. And you would be freaking, you freaked out last year about the Brock thing. I'm Even though like Lala was wrong with all that shit about the kids, like leave that shit out of it, okay? So... Yeah, Robert and Danielle are no longer together, and that is also sad, but we wish Yin's gals the best of luck finding your significant other, your partner for the future. That sounds very like, like I'm a fucking love therapist or something, or like a love coach. Like, seriously, what does that even mean? I'm sorry, quick rant here. I don't understand a love coach. I don't understand a life coach. I also feel like they're almost just some sort of therapist that kind of specializes in love but like I don't get it just sort of like a matchmaker I don't get it but you know reach out to me tell me shut the fuck up this is why this is that x y and z so Vanderpump Rules was very interesting last night Raquel is she's doing a little she's getting in the dirty dirty here she is the topic of convo for like everyone she's literally just coming out of nowhere it seems and she's you know the the whole fucking funny thing for me was you have Lala Katie and Raquel sitting for a girls night which years ago you would never ever see this do I really think that they're all friends no do I think Lala's friends with Katie yes do I think Katie and Lala are friends with Raquel yeah sure in the show I don't think in real life but that's that But it's funny you see them, the triangle of a gal, triangle of gals, not triangle of a gal, what the hell. So they're sitting there. Lala admits finally that she hooked up with James whenever he was dating Raquel and it was still pretty new. And then Raquel is telling Katie, oh, yeah, I think Tom Schwartz is really cute. Like we never made out. But like, you know, I think he's but I'm not really like interested in dating. I just want to have fun. Katie's sitting there like, what the fuck, bitch? How are you even telling me this? That is fucked up. Yes, that triangle was like, it was not a good one. Okay, I was sitting there and I was like, dun, dun, dun. It was intense. Okay, so let's uh, let's back up a little bit. Talk a little bit about uh, Summer House. I uh, I saw a little bit of it. I have to say I need to catch up with it a little bit. I know that Carl was telling Kyle that he's not really doing the lover boy he's not interested in it and all this kind of stuff then we find out from Kyle that you know he took him in whenever he wasn't hi- hireable that's a hard word to say um when he wasn't hireable for like four years he took him out and uh or took him in for the company and he like would come uh, to work and he was drunk or he was coked out like holy shit should you be saying that on national television I don't think so but okay and then we saw Kyle on watch what happens live He's basically saying, yeah, he doesn't work for us anymore since November. 
And honestly, guess what? I think that was also the demise of the friendship between Kyle and Carl. Not necessarily Lindsay. I don't think, minus uh, Sandoval and Schwartz, I don't know. I feel like they have like a secret relationship that we don't even know about. Am I making this up? Probably. But like, that's just my own feelings. But I don't think it's always the best way to go to go into business with your best friend because a lot of times they don't become your best friends and they uh, they fall out the wayside. They're no longer best friends is what I'm saying. So I feel like that's what happened with Kyle and Carl, which is sad. But, you know, here it is. And also, too, why can't anyone be excited and happy for Lindsay and Carl? Like, I just feel like they're all trying to, like, ruin their relationship. And I don't like that. I believe it or not, think that Lindsay and Carl are a good couple for each other. I think they really give a shit about each other, okay? And I really feel like they are at the point in their lives whenever something is fucked up and they are arguing or whatever, they can come back and actually talk about it as opposed to like getting shit-faced drunk, crying, and all that crap that we've seen in the past. But I feel like they're a healthy-looking adult relationship on Bravo, And even some of the housewives could probably benefit from watching Summer House just to see the uh, the relationship that they are having. Particularly, who knows, maybe Giselle watched some Winter House and she saw Rachel with Jason was like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, I want some of that. So you know what? Mm. Does she take notes? Who knows? I don't know, but I guess they're still dating. I still find that weird. I feel like I will say that every single episode because it's weird, but they're doing them, which is great. Now, let me see. Let me see some of the headlines here. Ah, Potomac episode uh, one for the reunion. Basically, we see the way that the production team edits everything. So they show up the very, I think it was the first couple minutes on how Robin admits that Juan cheated on her or allegedly was talking, you know, with this girl with the whole receipt and all the shit for the hotel room. So we see that because they want to make sure and be like, hey, look, bitches, this is what she said. And maybe it was kind of like a fuck you to Robin to be like, hey, why the hell did you say all this shit on your stupid podcast? Ah, which, by the way, so let me tell you this. And let me say, this is some news to me. And it's actually quite funny. But you know what? He is trying to get his own. And it's great. Oh, okay. So page six. This was two days ago, but you'll see this everywhere. Reality T. That was two days ago. Los Angeles Times and all the shit. Oh, let's do the Los Angeles Times. What the hell? So headline says, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Eminem fights real housewives for trademark. Who's he fighting? Uh, Green Eyed Bandits here. Reasonably shady podcast. He's like, fuck that man. No, that's my fucking trademark. I mean, listen. That's a good strategy that he's doing. I mean, it's kind of sad because he's Eminem and he's like much more famous than Giselle and Robin, right? So it's kind of sad that he has to do this, but it's a great strategy for him. And it's actually making Robin and Giselle even bigger than they already are, which I guess is good. It's kind of like good publicity for both sides, even though it's slightly more embarrassing for Eminem because like he has to do that to, I don't know to make himself relevant. I mean, is he relevant right now? Has he had any stuff? I I haven't listened to him since like the real Marshall Mathers EP. And that was when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> but anyways, what does it say here? Ah, okay. 
he is saying here in the Los Angeles Times, uh, this is not a quote or anything, but he is saying that he's the real shady, right? So, and I guess Robin and uh, Giselle attempted to trademark Reasonably Shady, their podcast, right? But Slim Shady wants to block them to do it. However, the gals are trying to defend their trademark application. This is crazy. And I think I even read somewhere that Slim Shady's daughter, like Eminem's daughter, went on another podcast or something and was saying that her dad is the real shady, not like these bitches over here. I mean, she didn't say bitches, but Yin's guys can understand what I'm saying. So he's saying that Shady resembles his longtime nicknames, Slim Shady, Shady, all that kind of shit. So... I guess this is like a whole thing. He probably wants money for it or whatever. So the 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 whole thing is right now, this article is kind of saying, and maybe people are thinking this, that reasonably shady, if the girls trademark it, it would be confusing to people because anytime people have the word shady in their mind and they hear it, they associate it with uh, Eminem. So... I don't know if that's really true, but, uh, you know, he's trying to, like, trademark a word or something. I don't know. Like, can you do that? That just sounds a little blasphemous to me. Like, maybe I want to trade my name. My name's Kim. But guess what? I probably can't because that bitch Kim Kardashian probably has Kim trademarked. Okay, this is getting a little bit too intense for me. It's a little too outlandish. I mean, I know that y'all are famous and, you know, you're artists and doing all this shit. I'm an artist, too, but I come on now. Come on. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Watch. He'll probably come after me for that because I just said that in the fucking podcast. Man, oh, man. But that was kind of funny to me. And uh, let me see. What else? Oh, okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we find out Juan did his shit with this girl. That we don't know much about. Okay, so this is on uh, Reality Blurb. Says Juan Dixon's alleged mistress speaks out amid after uh, amid affair scandal. Oh, I thought it was Juan that said this, but let's see what the bitch says. Uh, she says, I quote, I have no idea where that story came from. I had no reason to go to Maryland other than to see Juan. Woo! She's talking about the fucking Baltimore player and shit, how she was going there and seeing her Baltimore player boyfriend. And then she needed X, Y and Z from Juan. And she's like, nope, that shit is made up. I was going to see Juan. And she's claiming that she and Juan had been talking for about a year before the trip. And then COVID, obviously COVID restrictions prevented. Ooh, she's Canadian from crossing over to the border. she said that there was always a plan it was always in the works i guess they uh did messages phone calls facetime and then she says about the the hotel room that robin claimed that juan paid for because he felt bad for her she says i don't know what to say to that because it's just outrageous it just doesn't make sense oh my god this is so good I guess someone asked her, did she know that Juan was in a relationship? 
The woman expressed, it's very clear that the relationship with Robin was for TV like it was for the fans. It's a paycheck and that was their obligation. He made it clear that he does not have, that he does have the respect for Robin, but it was not a real relationship, a real loving relationship. It was just more of a co-parenting and, you know, kind of best buddies. Holy shit. Stop. Stop. I bet you Karen's there. Karen! She's probably like, I told every motherfucking one of you that I was right. Yin's guys were wrong. Oh, my God. If this is seriously true, I can't. Robin, you need to leave. But like, it's I don't know because they're married. But are they? This is so confusing to me. I don't get it. I don't understand. I want to know. So this is pretty good. That's really all that I remember about the reunion. I mean, I only saw the episode once. I need to re-watch it again. But other thing that I noticed is Mia. They're questioning and grilling her about everything with her health. Now with her... Um, you know, financial status just because her uh, husband's brother went after them with the money, with the business. And then they're like, oh, well, who owns the business? We thought you were the CEO. She's like, no, I'm a partner, et cetera, et cetera. So, but you know what? I have to give Mia credit. She is being 100% honest. She has nothing to hide, or at least it seems like it. We all know that a bunch of these ladies hide shit. Giselle, one of them. Robin, one of them. Wendy, probably too. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. She's not really a main. She's kind of like the side the side, uh, the side character, you know, she's not one of the main ones. I think Ashley's pretty open as well. It's just, unfortunately, she doesn't really know much about her financial life and all that stuff. And I feel bad for her, but also I'm like, girl, come on. You were young when you married Michael, but like someone had to have given you a heads up. I mean, even the girls, I think gave you a heads up. Even you had a fucking lawyer that said, don't sign anything with the house. And then she did. Like, why are you doing that to yourself? I don't get it. That makes me really upset. But um, yeah, I would say out of everyone there on that couch, on those couches, Mia, Ashley, probably Candace too in a weird way. I think they are very upfront and they don't hide a lot of shit like the other women do. We all know that Karen does. Are you kidding me? I want to know whenever Blue Eyes comes up, we see Ray. He's like, oh, we're not going to talk about that. Ooh, unless it's production and how they kind of like twisted it, which they probably did because they did that with Jersey. Ooh, let's go there. Like I said, Yins, guys, this is a quick episode from the top of my head. I'm waiting for the call for my dog. Oh, my God. So... It was so good at the end of the episode when all of the guys, all of our Jersey boys were getting together to have some cocktails and some drinks. You know, Frankie always likes to have his apple teeny. He should go to Sir and get his pump teeny. So Louie comes later. We're getting to know that Bill and him are a little bit chummy. You know, Bill and Louie, they're hanging. They're having a good old time. Gorga finds that out and he's like, how could you be hanging out with him? I just found out that Teresa and Louie, they're not inviting Melissa's family. That's not what you do in the Italian family. We invited that son of a bitch, Joe Judice's family, to our wedding. Why aren't they doing the same? This is it. We can't be together. My mom just came home with some Chick-fil-A. That's the other thing, Yins, guys. There's so much going on. But... We find out when Louie comes at the end of the episode, he's sitting there. Joe approaches him and he says, hey, what the fuck? You guys didn't invite Melissa's family 
no, this is bad. You know, then you got Joe Gorga. He's like banging the table with his arm. Like he's about to like kick his ass and stuff. Like I thought this was going to be a Joe Judice, Joe Gorga thing all over again back in the day when they were like literally going WWF style. I don't think that's what it's called anymore. I think it's WWE, whatever. One was going to be The Rock and the other one was going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. You guys know what I'm saying? But Louie, ugh, so calm. I mean, that yoga's helping him. It's got to be helping Teresa. Like, good find, Teresa. Good for you. Because it seems to be, like, helping you. But I think Louie may be really good for Joe Gorga, too, because maybe his anger will go down a little bit. And I was so surprised by the end of the episode. They were able to work it out. I can't remember if they hugged it out, but they were able to work it out. Louie's like, you totally are allowed to have those feelings. Those feelings are valid. And we got a X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. I was shocked. I was shooketh, as Stassi would say back in the day. I was shooketh. But it was great. Did you hear that door? That's right. That's my ma. So, yeah, let me think of something else. Anything else that I can think of for this week? I think I got all my thoughts out. So, Yin's guys, I apologize that this episode is really all over the flipping place. It totally is. My mind is on so many different things. It's crazy. I'm looking at my phone like every 10 minutes to see if I'm getting a phone call because it's on silent. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a thing. This is a thing. I want to know what happens with the real Slim Shady and our reasonably shady gals. That's hilarious. I feel like eventually Kanye West is probably going to sue one of these girls just because he feels like it, because that's how outrageous this Eminem thing is. But like, whatever you do, you right. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Let's I'm looking forward to part two of the reunion. That should be pretty good, hopefully. Uh, But I definitely know that I'm more interested in Jersey right now at this moment. And uh, I'm more interested in Vanderpump Rules. So Unfortunately, I feel like the girls of Potomac, they need to step up because the season was not like my uh, past seasons with them where I'm like, holy shit. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, other shows are getting me right now. But, uh, yeah, for now on that part, make sure you guys follow me at Bravo Yinzer. <laughs> Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R, of course. And make sure to follow us, yeah, at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Yins, guys, it's also 70 degrees here in Pittsburgh right now, and it's fucking February 23rd. How does that happen? Are we not still in winter? I'm so confused. I'm wearing a sweater. I just bumped my microphone. I'm wearing a sweater with like so many holes. It's ridiculous. My dad's doing some vacuuming upstairs. Guys, this is a crazy day. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I shall catch you guys next week. Ta-ta! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.